customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Wow. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. It shouldn't take this long. Welcome to the Weekend Recap with Dave DeFore and Keith Parrish. Every Monday on The Athletic NBA Show. It did the same thing to me that it's intended to do to the world. Ding, ding. I have access to information. Wow. That the public doesn't. Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding Weekend Update Edition on the Athletic NBA Show. Happy Halloween, everybody. I'm Dave DeFore, here with a man who trains for 364 days a year just to eat candy on Halloween, Mr. Keith Parrish. Coming up, upset weekend in the NBA, Donovan Mitchell officially rocks, and the Pelicans, they're pretty good. Before we start, don't forget, you can get this podcast without ads by subscribing at theathletic.com slash NBA show. Friday night, the Cavs and Celtics went to overtime and the Cavs pull out a huge win, 132 to 123. The story of this game, Keith, because look, it's just a regular season overtime game. But man, Karis LeVert and Donovan Mitchell both scored 41 points for the Cavs as they came back to beat Boston. Boston threw a 75-point first half on these guys and the Cavs' defense just kind of looked a little shook, but... Karis LeVert and Donovan Mitchell, 41 points apiece. This is what they hoped they were getting when they got Karis LeVert in the trade last season. And I think this is what they hoped they would get when they got Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they expected it both on one night, though. I've seen multiple reports and analysis saying the Cavaliers lost both trades. Like if you're assigning trade grades, uh, you know, like, oh, uh, the Jazz got rid of this player who's good. Jazz win the trade because they got these assets. Well, over the weekend, I think the Cavaliers are very content with the way the trade worked out. Both of them, like Karis LeVert, like you said, the Karis LeVert degree of difficulty shots in that game on Friday night, absolutely astounding. He was on another degree. He was on like the Steph Curry plane of being on fire. And yeah, they get a huge win. They beat a Celtics team that has proven how good they are based on last year's results making it to the finals. And so, yeah, Cavaliers get that big win, obviously without Darius Garland. Then they carried over into Sunday, uh, and they take, I feel like they 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 kind of hammer the New York Knicks in a game the Knicks felt like they were in control of. Yeah, that's right. The Cavs 
with the two and oh weekend, they beat the Knicks on Sunday, one twenty one to one oh eight. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, thirty eight points in that game. Donovan Mitchell is playing the best basketball of his career right now, Keith. And look, we we've seen this guy do it in the playoffs, and he's been elite. But this is all NBA. This is like this guy is maybe an MVP candidate if he keeps this up. Yeah, I mean there are a ton of massive scoring numbers for a lot of individuals like the MVP talk. I mean, we're five games in basically, but it's been thrown about for Giannis and Luca and Ja and also Donovan Mitchell. This game on Sunday where the the Cavaliers outscored the Knicks by 22 points in the fourth quarter alone. Was there something extra there with Donovan Mitchell dropping 38 points, 12 assists on this team? Meanwhile, Brunson with a very pedestrian stat line. And it's like, oh, you guys did all these things to sign Jalen Brunson, yet I was available on the trade market, and I was not the person necessarily you targeted, that you, you went out of your way for. And, like, he just unloaded on this team. And you have Mitchell scoring 30 points a night, leading this Cavaliers team that this basically wins every night. We, we, we're going to get to it all weekend. There's these weird results. There's the underdogs winning constantly. Not the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers right now look like they're a force and they're being led by a guy who not everyone was convinced he's an all-NBA type talent. Like, it was up in the air. Like, the way he left Utah, like, can you build your team around this type of guy? How much How much of it was it playing with a Gobert on a really good team? And, you know, does he shoot too much? And now you're like, he has, I want to say it's his own team because, like, Evan Mobley's incredible. And we saw what Karis LeVert brought the other day, but... So far early in the year, Donovan Mitchell, like he said, playing the best ball of his career. And we haven't even really been able to see what it looks like when Darius Garland's out there, who, you know, in my opinion, I thought Darius Garland was the next guy to take the leap. I thought he was going to be the next guy to give us the the season that Ja gave us last year, where, you know, he gets all the touches and gets to, you know, basically score a lot more points and and show off his passing. So we haven't seen this team fully formed yet. And, And going back to Friday, I mean, they beat a couple of All-NBA guys. I mean, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both had 32 in that game. The Cavs shot, I mean, the Celtics shot the ball extremely well in that game, but the Cavs forced 19 turnovers. Now, it's still a problem for the Celtics, obviously. It's a carryover from the last couple seasons, but this is the thing that the Cavs do. So this, the Celtics are hitting shots, so the Cavs have to ratchet up the defensive playmaking, and they just have the talent to be able to do that, and it starts with that back line and you've got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley back there. You I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed a top eight defense. And so just have that. What a luxury. And we saw that against the Knicks again on Sunday. So I don't know, man, when you're looking at this Cavs team and, and looking forward, they just seem to be a little bit more ready to start the season than any of the other teams. It feels like they're getting a big head start, Keith. They really do, and you mentioned it. They have, I guess, so many options. Like, they are they have guys who they don't call upon every night, but then, like, Kevin Love, and we we know Kevin Love. He's proven, but on Sunday, he gets on fire, and all of a sudden, they're, they're knocking down a ridiculous number of three-pointers uh, against the Knicks, and, and we know that's a winning formula in the NBA. If you have defense, if you have that backline stoppers, and then you have the ability to make over 23 points in a game, this is the Celtics formula. This is the formula of a lot of really good teams. And I, the 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 Cavaliers not having Garland yet and still being able to feel the success so far. Yeah, I think they're I think they're really really good. They're one of the teams early in the year. I'm like, "Oh, that team has it all together." 
and there are many, many other teams I expected would have it together, and they do not. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. No Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers on Sunday. And I mean, I don't even know when he's going to play again, but Zion came back, had a double-double, and the Pelicans really just stomped the Clippers 112-91. to This game was closer than the than the score would maybe indicate, Keith. But the truth of the matter is when, when it came time to just finish the game, the Pelicans were able to do that. You, you say the score, you know, maybe doesn't reflect how close this game was. I, I would say there wasn't a time anywhere near the end of the game where I'd thought the Clippers were going to win. That like the the Pelicans was like the Pelicans are way better than this Clippers team. I don't know what's up with the Clippers team. Like they, we thought the strength of their team, even when Kawhi's not there, they have depth. They have Paul George, who's an All NBA player, and then they just have guys. They have Robert Covington, who was unavailable in this game. They have Norm Powell. They have Nick Batum. They have Marcus Morris. They just keep coming. Like, they're just deep. But for whatever reason, it hasn't worked this year, and they've been listless. Like, they haven't been good at defense. They've been they've been hideous at offense, and, like, Reggie Jackson isn't making his shots, and John Wall is not this extra luxury. We're talking about the Cavaliers and how they have so many guys and just other people step up. Like, the Cavaliers, Ricky Rubio's coming later in the year, and we thought that was the situation for the Clippers, and... The Clippers lost to the Thunder in consecutive games last week when Paul George was out, and now, like, Paul George is back, and they're playing a Pelicans team that is not at full strength. The Pelicans haven't been in full strength basically all year, but the Pelicans, they are not listless. They are exciting. They are vibrant. They are ready to come at you, and, like, it's night and day where you see, like, I'm excited about the Pelicans team. Maybe it is... Is it just the, the difference between veterans who've been around the block and maybe they don't have that spark against new kids on the block, Pelicans who are hungrier? But, like, yeah, there, there's a stark difference between those two teams right now. Yeah, the Clippers don't really run any offense. I think that that's actually one of their big problems. And, and so they don't play enough together to build chemistry. This is, you know, we've been talking about this now multiple seasons for them where the injury issues and, and just guys, you know, like Kawhi and Paul George just not being around causes them problems when it comes playoff time. And one of the big takeaways when you watch the Pelicans is how connected they are, how well coached they are, how well they play together. And when you've got CJ McCollum on the court as your release valve, that is just a next level NBA team. This, the Pelicans are good. This is not just, Hey, they might be good. They are a good team. They've been really good since they got CJ McCollum and a game like today, no Brandon Ingram, no problem. You've got CJ. He was able to step up four of eight from three, and he's shooting deep threes 
and really creating a lot of space. Him and Zion, when they're sharing the court, that is high-powered offense for the Pelicans. Yeah, we we saw a lot of the highlight plays of Zion, and just the the, the Clippers have no one who could handle him. And like, yes, CJ is great, and, and clearly, you know, your top line talent is what matters. But the Pelicans right now, over the last few games, they're enjoying what I thought the Clippers were going to enjoy, and it's those connective tissue guys. Like I thought for the Clippers, you're like, all right, Terrence Mann's going to start this game because Norm Powell his shots been a little bit off, so Norm will go to the bench. But you know, like the Clippers will find a way to win. They haven't done it. The Pelicans, on the other hand, with guys out. Trey Murphy has taken this opportunity. He's been incredible. Najee Marshall has been incredible the last couple of games. Like, it doesn't seem to matter, you know, what pieces are filling in with this Pelicans team. They just have, like, I don't know, a camaraderie and and a way of playing where it's like, they've even in their losses, you're like, yeah, they're shorthanded, but they're going to be fine and they're going to be awesome when they're at full strength. And so, like, yeah, they're, they're a very exciting team. Uh, for the Clippers, like, will they get it back? I'm not certain they look bad and we don't know when Kawhi's coming back so I don't know like how you I don't know how you deal with that is 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 Paul George gonna just throw everybody on his back again he's done that before and so like I, I don't know what the answers are that Ty Lue's gonna figure out Keith th- this was the upset weekend and, and look it's the second week of the season so maybe we just don't know which teams are actually good and which teams are actually bad but I do think the Warriors are considered a good team. I, I'm just going to go out on a limb here, say that they're a good team. Keith, they lost to the Charlotte Hornets and the Detroit Pistons this weekend. That That's as bad as it gets for a team that has championship aspirations. This was an awful weekend for the Warriors. And just insulting all the Hornets and Pistons fans. As awful as it gets, Dave. I mean, listen, those teams are scrappy. You're not going to Detroit just for cardio this season. Like, they, they're playing hard. You got the Steph Curry homecoming game. The Hornets always get up for that. Um, but, yeah, no, losing to those teal horse jerseys, that's kind of rough on Sunday. I thought the Pistons had looked, like, just bad this year. And they, I don't know, I guess the second night of a back-to-back for the Warriors, but, like, the Pistons just ran all over them. Uh Bojan Bogdanovic celebrating signing an extension, had a big game. Sadiq Bey going off. Uh, Cade Cunningham, everybody. Oh, Isaiah Stewart just annihilated the Warriors' front line. Like, they could not stop Beef Stew. Warriors look like they just didn't expect to have to play. You know, it's the Mavs lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder on Friday. Then they follow that up with a close game against Orlando. Now, Luca pulls his magic and, and kind of pulls yeah. him out of it, and now he's averaging like 37 points a game. But, yeah. you know, you don't want to be this point in the season, Keith, relying that much on one guy to create all of your offense. This makes no sense. This is supposed to be the, the part of the year where he's sharing the ball, and it's where all, all the talking points are. Look at how much Luca's playing off the ball. And then you go to back to the heliocentric stuff. Yeah, he um he scored 30 in the first half of this one, which is incredible, obviously. But he's already doing, like, the second round of the playoff, I can barely move back thing. And she's like, that's not that's not awesome. The Mavericks do not have a great record yet. It certainly took a, a heroic performance for, from Luka to win this game. Not only did he score 30 points and a half, which he's only done four times in his career, he had zero turnovers in this game, which is the more rare achievement for him. This is just the third game of his career with zero turnovers. You might get excited about Luca having a 30-point half, Dave. I'm excited about Luca having no turnovers in a basketball game. That's the more rare feat. 
We value the basketball and the daily ding. Uh, the Spurs. Somebody break up the Spurs again. Now, so now we're finally talking about a good team. They beat the Bulls <laughs> and the Timberwolves, who might, I don't know, they might be bad. But the Spurs, man, they just cannot stop winning. Man, we looked at that. Everyone looked at that Timberwolves schedule before the season started and was like, man, Timberwolves might start 9-0. and They're playing tanking teams the first nine games. Timberwolves have three losses. Timberwolves are not impressive. Meanwhile, we should talk about the Spurs. Like, they look like a good NBA basketball team. Like, Keldon Johnson's legit. I mean, Jakob Pertl is Doug a, McDermott can play if he needs to play. He Jakob steps Pertl up and he's an underrated. Baskets. He's an yeah. underrated rim protector, un, underrated pick and roll guy. Uh, and then, you know, your Memphis Grizzlies, they lose a game to the Jazz. The Utah Jazz, too good to tank. The Jazz are 5-2 and two as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the Grizzlies could say, okay, we're missing John Morant, but, like, they were caught that Saturday upset Saturday and, and this weekend. Just, yeah, they, they they got caught by the Jazz. I mean, this is the thing. Maybe we're just wrong about who's good. Like, I walked into the year, and I'm like, all right, Nets and Heat, Sixers, pretty good. Now I've watched some games. I'm like, not that good. Uh, and then And then we're making fun of the Jazz and the Spurs, and the Jazz and the Spurs are playing meaningful basketball. Like, they're playing with purpose. They're actually, they're racking up tons of assists. They love sharing the basketball. And they all have, they're like, they're they're relatively deep. Their bench guys are, are legitimate NBA players for both teams. And they just move the ball. And like, they're getting open looks and they're knocking them down. And you're like, well, that makes sense. Why wouldn't this team win? Yeah, no, it's a, I, I'm at a loss actually for and, how good the Spurs and, are. And quickly as we wrap up, the Kings beat the Heat. Shout out to Jay King. The Pacers beat the Nets. The Nets are now 1-5. I don't know. I think that they're really bad. And uh, the Lakers become the last team in the NBA to pick up a win, beating the Nuggets, who looked like they had spent the weekend partying in L.A. Uh, on a Sunday night. They, they were definitely not ready to play basketball. That's going to do it for the show, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Keith, let's get out of here. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.